If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. And tonight, we are going to talk about... Macaroni and cheese. Ooh, mac and cheese. So, Richard, this is a real product. We both love Costco, right? Yeah. Who doesn't? Everyone over the age of 40. I just turned 40 this last year. Now I love Costco. (laughs) Like, I used to like Costco. Now I love it. Yeah, I saw an article recently, you know, it was like three reasons why you should ditch your Costco membership. And the three reasons were very simple reasons. One, you didn't spend enough money at Costco to make it the Costco membership worth it. Two was you couldn't control your spending when you went to Costco. That's too many Cheetos, Dad. And I forget what the third one was, but it was also just what is lame. I was like, you wrote an article that could have been a, you shouldn't go to Costco if it's not doesn't work for you. Yeah, that sounds stupid. Um, my wife says I shouldn't call things stupid, but articles about stuff that sound like, oh, like you know what I hate when you Google, when does this new series come out or new movie come out? And, you know, what's the release date? And it goes, check out this for your release date and all the other information about this new movie. Okay, great. I want to, you know, you get there. We don't have a trailer yet. We don't have a release date yet. We don't, they're definitely making this movie. It's like, you arseholes. Uh, that's almost as bad as the listicles. List listicles? Yes, the list the top the article the the lists described as um disguised as articles. Oh they're just listing off this and that and yep. all the crap, yeah. Clickbait. Anyway, so Costco is selling this is this is a real product in Canada, the United States. Costco is selling a ninety dollar, it's American dollars, tub of macaroni and cheese that weighs twenty seven pounds, which is uh what is that? 12, 13 kilograms, 12 kilograms, well, 2.2, maybe 11 kilograms or 12. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Something like that. And it lasts 20 years. as a 20-year expiration date. Here, Here's the thing, Richard. Powdered cheese and dry pasta. How how long so, does that last? But, okay, I was going to say, is this just, um, if it's 27 pounds, is this, you know, pre-cooked? Like, is this, is this because if it's dry pasta and cheese powder, that's one thing. But if this is... Pre-cooked mac and cheese. That's pretty impressive. I think it's pre-cooked. The Chef's Banquet macaroni and cheese has a 25-year shelf life. So the actual, like, um, caption on the photos is 25 years. Source Costco. But the article says 20 years. So I don't know the credibility of this article. But apparently they're, like, selling out. It's like eighty nine ninety nine, and it lasts at least 20 years. Now that's 20... I'm assuming that's 20 years unopened. Yeah, I'm sure once you open this thing, you got, like, two weeks. 27 pounds of pasta is a lot. Like, I could imagine if I was hungry, one pound. But, so that's 27 days of a pound of mac and cheese a day? You could probably eat, if that's the only thing you're eating, you could probably eat five pounds of... Oh my god, Richard. Get a new toilet. A new toilet comes with this new macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh my, we're not very long into the show, we're already poop joking. Um, I am anyway. But you say a couple, or a small family. You've got food for two weeks. So terrible. Okay. The Chef's Banquet Macaroni and Cheese, listed under Emergency Kits and Supplies at Costco, offers 180 servings, which is really like 90, because everyone needs a double serving of macaroni and cheese, in separate pouches of elbow pasta 
and cheddar cheese sauce. So it is indivi- so it's individual servings. Yes. So that it that actually does make it really good. Two servings per dollar, but most people would probably be able to eat two servings because like that's like cereal and yeah. all those macaroni things. It's all, and apparently you can buy the same thing on Amazon, but it's like one hundred and fifty bucks. So this chef's banquet brand, one hundred and eighty individual servings. Maybe you do have to boil it. I'm not sure. Well, the thing is, if it's just boil and it's just a cheddar cheese sauce, then that's not terribly impressive because... Right, but you can buy a box of Kraft Dinner on sale for a dollar-ish... Well, a dollar American equivalent in Canada. And it doesn't have an expiry date. I guess so. Uh, like, if you, if you go with the no-name stuff, you can get it for 80... Well, it used to be 88 eight cents a box. Probably not anymore. Uh, no frills for the no-name. Yeah, you used to be able to get the cheap off-brand... Yeah. Mac and cheese for like, uh, like the ball. Yeah, I don't know. It's for pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, so I just thought this was crazy, and they compare it to like the seven pound seven pound bucket of Nutella, which is actually meant for restaurants. That big Nutella bucket's meant for like a you know a crepe restaurant. But uh, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. This was just a crazy, a crazy product. I can't find it though. When I try to go to the actual, maybe look for, look for the just Google Chef's Banquet macaroni and cheese. Because I clicked on the link in the article, and uh, it did not. And while you're doing that, I am actually going... We don't have any really weird foods and snacks tonight, I don't think. Yes, we do. I got you Lay's Chinese potato chips, roasted cumin lamb skewer flavor. Oh, okay. It's an interesting potato chip. So... Is this real? It was on CNBC, reported this. So it's NBC. It's, It's actually a real story. But is it a real story? Did they pick it up from somewhere that is a fake story? That's originally an April Fool's Do we story. think that a 27-pound thing of macaroni and cheese is actually a fake product? Well, it could exist, but I could see it also being a, um onion-style yeah. story that um, someone picked up, some major news media picked up, without, and it's, it's lingering from April 1st. So the fact that it's still April. It's actually this article. Oh, we were already on the NBC one. It's like from 2019, so it's a couple years old. They may have discontinued the product. Because who would buy it twice? This, They'd still be eating it. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, Amazon. Amazon.com. That's, that's, there's ratings. Under any servings, yeah. If it's on Amazon, it's a real product with ratings. There's, there's no way. It's currently unavailable. So this was a product a couple years ago, 2019, 2020. The thing is, I've seen um, fake products on Amazon. Just they're not laugh. they're not for sale, but they're for a laugh. Like the um the fifty gallon drum of uh, personal lubricant. <laughs> so is this a real product? You'd think that you would find more than just more than just the references to that article. Yeah, I'm not sure this is real. Perhaps we've been had. So this is another store. They have a lunch and dinner emergency food supply from Augustin Farms. This is on Amazon. It's for sale right now. Add to cart. So that means you definitely could. Yeah. But how big is it? 92 servings. Shelf life from 10 to 30 years. But how big is it? Oh, it's 5.27 kilograms, which is 11 pounds. So oh. there's legitimate ones of half the size. So I think it might be real. It might be. It's it's probable. Not. We don't know for sure. These The roasted cumin lamb skewer flavored... Chips. Say that again more slowly. What was that? Roasted cumin lamb skewer flavor. The first thing that you, when you pop into my mouth, first thing I taste is meat. 
which is weird. It's a meat chip? Yeah, it's a meat chip. I mean, it's actually a potato chip, but the flavor... Yes, the first flavor is meaty, which... You like meat. You're a you're a hobby farmer. You grew up on a farm. Oh, meat. no, they taste good. It's good. just sort of... If you were not... If you didn't know that it was lamb-flavored, it would throw you off a little. Hmm. That's hmm. funny. That's a nice balanced IPA. So IPA and these... Say it again. What was it called? Roasted cumin lamb skewer flavor. So kind of like a curry lamb chip, basically. More or less. Cumin lamb. Well, cumin is one of the main ingredients in a good curry. Or a good chili. I read somewhere that all curry means in India... Spices and water. Is spice mix. Yeah, that's true. Same in Pakistan, too. It's the same, that whole region. It just... So it could be any pre-mixed spices is curry. Right. So there actually are lots of different posts, like the New York uh, Post and Delish.com. So a lot of places have actually... I find it funny that a website called Delish.com is talking about a 27-pound, 20-year... That doesn't seem right. There is a market for... Terrible food. Well, large quantities of shelf-stable food for disaster relief and uh, companies and stuff like that. They're going to say prisons. <laughs> well, and prisons, actually. Prisons would be another... Cafeterias. Yeah. Well, there's another article here from the 2019. I think this might have been a, legi- might have been a legitimate product. They kind of... Uh, and here it says it's 120 bucks at Costco. So it's a different price. However, all the pictures are the same picture. Is it? Are there articles saying anything different? Or are they just all talking about it being at Costco and being sold out? Mm. Are the articles basically the same thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't... Uh, they have a video here, but I don't think the video has anything to do with the article. It's like... If, if you found a video of someone opening one of these things... That gives it... That's a really good, good bit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not sure if this is real. Chef's Banquet. You'd think you'd be able to find it on Chef's Banquet's website. I could find a website. But I don't know if he's still around. I mean, maybe maybe this 27-pound uh, product didn't, uh, didn't last. Maybe it didn't make them the big money. Chef's Banquet brand emergency food from Bryden Solutions. Okay, maybe that's like the mother corporate name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chef's Banquet Macaroni passed a bucket with a different picture than the articles. Uh, $149. 20, looks like it says 27 pounds, 150 bucks, which was the Amazon price. It's currently out of stock. 10 kilograms. So that's that's getting pretty close to 27 pounds. That's 22 pounds. It's it's close-ish. I mean, you know, I mean they could have a different bucket size. Still, it's it's over 20 pounds of macaroni and cheese in a big bucket. I'm kind of willing to call that close enough. Currently out of stock, though. But their whole thing is emergency and outdoor food stuff. So so this would be like a, uh, this would be something that, you know. Goes in the cottage. You put it in your cottage, you seal up in the big bin, and you always have macaroni and cheese in the cottage. Or the tree planting camp for, for feeding the tree planters. Oh, yeah. Right. People, that, after they go through and cut all the trees down, they got to go replant all the trees. So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, this is kind of, it's such a weird product. Like isn't it? It's a it's a weird amount. I, I get there's usages for it. Chef's banquet, twenty twenty food storage kit, two hundred and seventy bucks. These are Canadian prices, one fifty Canadian. That's why it's that. Twenty five year shelf life. Oh, and I can add to cart. So I'd be tempted to buy that. 
Breakfast, lunch, supper, and dessert included. 25-year shelf life. If we get some Patreon subscribers, maybe we can buy this. Oh my god. Gross. Contact us at Twitter if you want to send us weird food and we will eat it on the show. Uh, as long as it is actually edible. It has to be real food, original packaging. Fine. Untampered. Untampered. Well, I mean, they could just buy it on Amazon and wear the mailing address. Have we got to the point where we're feeling secure enough to give the internet our home addresses? Oh, it'll, be, it'll be a P.O. box. I don't trust the internet. I will pick that up at the post office. I don't trust the internet. Sorry, internet. I don't trust you. At all. But hold well, on. I trust the internet. I just don't. I, I. It's just that I don't trust it to be reliable. So this thing has enough food to supply one person with 2,020 calories of emergency food a day for 30 days. And it's 270 bucks. And I guess it's shelf life is 25 year shelf life. So you could just stick this in your cottage and always have just add water food. Uh, and you can, I can, I can add this to cart. So I don't know. Um, I'm thinking it was real. Now that we went to the actual, their webpage, we found similar looking products. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say that was totally legit. The Costco had that for a while. Costco does try different products and weird things to see what works. All right. So, but would you actually really want to buy that? There is something, especially in uncertain times, something uh, comforting in having a stockpile of food that you know you can rely on. That doesn't need refrigeration, doesn't need... If everything goes to hell in a handbasket... The marauders la, who break into your house will be well fed. A la, a la Ukraine... Allah? 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 It sounds like you've, uh, you're praying. Um, <laughs> Dear God, Ukraine. Uh, it might be. Yeah, I know, but I know what you mean. Like, a lot of people in Ukraine got stuck in their apartment buildings. Older people, people who couldn't get out. So a lot of people were stuck. Even the actual soldiers, and regular people who are, you know, um, fighting. Yeah, I mean, not to, like, bring every episode back to Ukraine, but I do see how, I guess, if that kind of thing was a possible threat, you know, having... Like, for, 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 um, for feeding soldiers... Yeah. You showed up to a bunch of hungry soldiers, you know, with, was it three meals a day times 30 days? Um, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So your weird, meaty, cumin potato chips. Good? Yeah. They're a buy again. They're a buy again. Cool beans. And the beer, the India Pale Ale made by? Cameroon. 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 The Jurassic IPA with a dinosaur in the front? Yes. Cameroon Brewery? Yeah. Oakville, Ontario. Oakville. So, uh, Oakville. The snobbiest city in Canada. That may not be factually true, but it's fairly snobby. And if you're from Oakville and you disagree, uh, send us a tweet and tell us why. They like to look down on Milton. Milton, Ontario? Yeah. Yeah, but the name's Milton. They could have picked any name for their town. They picked Milton. I'm Milton. Of course they do. Pick a better name. Like, you know, Paris, France? The Parisians call it Paris. Oui, Paris. How do you look down on someone with such a pretentious name? You can't. Their style, their culture, their women, their food, their architecture, they're better than us. And that's why they're like that. The people in Oakville actually aren't better than us. The people in Oakville, they are just as Milton-y as the people in Milton. And that's the problem. If Oakville was actually better than the rest of us, like Paris, France, I'd be fine with it. But Oakville isn't. It's a bunch of people with big houses with no furniture in them, because they can only afford the house and not the furniture. It's like that guy who owns a Cadillac Escalade, but he lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> right? It's true. Yeah. There, 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 there's, a, there's a certain kind of guy 
who's like in his early 30s. His job prospects are mediocre at best, lives in mom's basement, but has a used Escalade that has been pimped out by or, every Walmart. Or has got a Beamer or a Mercedes or... Whatever. I mean, the Escalade could be any kind of, you know, look at my car, don't look at me and my life and my accomplishments. Look at my car. That's Toronto. That's Toronto. Oh, God. So many Lexuses. You know what the problem with Toronto is? Is that... A Lexus is just a luxury Toyota. They are quite nice, though. They're definitely comfortable and got high-quality trim and that sort of stuff. But inside, it's just a Toyota. Yeah, the, the bones of it are still mostly a Toyota. But people do equate Lexus... I know a couple people who have had Mercedes and Lexus, and they say they're pretty well equivalent. So I think I think what's yeah, there Corolla is Corolla is also pretty much equivalent. I, I don't know. I mean, I've never at least a Corolla is cheap to fix, whereas a Mercedes is not. This is true. I've never actually driven comparable models of a Mercedes and a Lexus of the same more or less years and you know, like like a real apple comparison. So I can't really say. But between the ones I've been in, I would say they're playing in the same ballpark. I'm not even saying that there's anything wrong with the cars themselves. There's something wrong with the people who drive them. Alexis? Yes. They are They are the worst drivers in, in Toronto. So here's the thing. Anyone with a more expensive car in Toronto, like, for example, you know a Porsche Cayenne cannot be driven properly within the sea limits of Toronto. This is a law. As soon as you enter the greater Toronto area, you have to drive like a complete numpty if you drive a Porsche Cayenne. It's true. The 401 going into Toronto... You're there. So as a Porsche Cayenne, you're kind of in the same flow of traffic. You're by Port Hope. You're heading you know, west. Everything's fine. As soon as you hit Toronto, they think they're in like a Porsche 911 race car on a track. It's really funny. I was making all these jokes about Porsche Cayenne drivers. And uh, and this guy was like, oh, I drive a Porsche Cayenne. I'm like, wait a minute. Weren't you earlier telling us that in your Porsche, not Porsche Cayenne, just in your Porsche, you could drive really fast in the 401 and you can get through Toronto faster? Yeah, and that's not a 911, that's a, because all 911s are the same, more or less. Yeah. But that's your Cayenne. Yeah, it's all, with the kids in the back seat, like in the, you know, the baby seats. I'm like, what are you doing? Why? No. He's proving your point. He is proving my point, but like, if you, no one takes a Porsche Cayenne to track day. I mean, someone probably does, but you shouldn't. Uh, well, it would probably work fairly well for like a Rally X or. Yeah, maybe. But it's, um, terrible anyway so basically a huge bucket of macaroni and cheese was a real product we believe i'll say it was it it seems to be seems to be it it still seems like too much and here's the other thing couldn't you just buy two smaller big containers with individual portions why is one bigger one like how big can americans make food until like what let's get two mediums we don't need one jumbo big O. See, I would have been more impressed if it was, you know, a 200 kilogram. 200 kilogram. <laughs> you know. Then you can't, if it's an it's emergency. A, it, 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 it comes, it comes, it's like one of those uh, big thousand gallon water totes. Right, the big square water things yes. for, like, for farming and commercial industry. Because you know, those, fit right, those fit nicely in the back of a pickup truck. I see. The problem is, I think, once you get past the 30-pound mark, the average person can't lift it that easily. Most people can lift 30 pounds. A, you know, yeah. like, um, a hefty toddler. 
This is, this is actually something I've noticed. When I was a kid, the average bag of grain for like cows and for like uh, and uh, chicken feed and that sort of stuff was eighty pounds. Sure. And you would you would hand load you know two people would throw it off the truck truck or put it on the shoulders of one person and carry it off and throw it in the sack and that sort of stuff. Yeah, men would all lift it together, work in teams, and now now it's down and well the farmer would would handle it himself. Yeah, him and his now it's now it's now it's down to forty pounds. Everything's forty pounds. So are people weaker, or people just want a more? It's uh, it's because of workplace safety laws. Oh, I see. If you actually get hit with an eighty-pound bag of feed, no, it's it's basically they they chose forty pounds as the the limit that one person is supposed to is allowed to operate move on their own in that's a in, factory setting. That's interesting because I know some of the um, the jobs where I work. Where there's like lifting of like you know heavy things or server rooms or computer stuff, some of those people doing a lot of like the real hardware stuff, um, they have to, be able to lift fifty pounds comfortably, fifty pounds comfortably above their heads. So that's probably forty pounds if that's like the normal working load. We'll say fifty if you can do that, you'll be fine with forty. It's just that unless it's a special, more specialized thing, the general for general factory work, because I've worked in factories and stuff, is that. You only lift up to forty pounds, single person. Anything more than thirty pounds, you have to have two people on it. Even if it is so bloody awkward to get two people onto it, and it's less safe with two people, you still have to use two people, or else it can be uh, a complaint to uh, right. Because because you and I are both fairly strong guys. I think you're stronger than I am because you lift more. But if I said Richard seventy pound thing with like easy handles. You would just pick it up and carry, so would I, and we just carry it up. You might pick up a hundred pounds and just carry it away, no problem. So, yeah, that is kind of interesting, but not that interesting. Do we have a funny note to end on? What can we end on? We all had a friend, at least one friend growing up, called Boner. Every man had at least one guy you knew from school or a buddy, and his name was Boner. And we all know why his name was Boner. Yeah, these things pop up. They do. <laughs> what a shitty dad joke. <laughs> yeah, it's better than the you know. Well, sit on my lap and see what pops up. That's a terrible. I'm gonna cut that out. Yes, uh, please do. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good period of time. Time is a construct. Time might not even exist. I was reading an article about that. When they're trying to figure out the unified theory of everything, string theory doesn't quite work. So there's they have a few competing theories to string theory, and most of them involve time not existing. Well, yeah. It only... Ex- in, in the theory. Well, time only exists to our perception. Like, people and things perceive time differently, yes. and time is relative to gravity and speed. So... So, uh, yeah, it's, that's going to get cut. All right. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. That's not a foreign language, is it? No, it isn't. It's just, that's like Fraggle Rock. Oh. <laughs> Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> <laughs>